All right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond, Dylan, Connor. It's the same suspects. It's here. It's every week. We're back. We're back, guys. Week. This is 15 now, right? I'm losing it track. Is. Yes. It is You're 15. 15. Don't even You're bring 15. it up. It's we so got, sad. We've got fantasy playoffs this week. Not Well, someone has a buy-in here in our league. but you know, Someone's fantasy, their feet up. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm grinding out here. I got fantasy playoffs this week. You got your loser fantasy playoffs. The NFL season's almost done. We're less than two weeks. We're like 10 days from Christmas. Dylan, I know you're the biggest Christmas guy on this podcast. Insane. It goes too fast uh, as you get older. So, uh, side note here. My grandfather, not um, classically educated is what I'll say. Very few credit hours at the University of Dayton. Play, played a lot of basketball. but uh, My guy. He always said that as you get older, the Christmas goes by faster, summer goes by faster, et cetera, et cetera. Listen to this. In let's think of a pie chart, right? You got your life in a pie chart. Every year you live, the year gets smaller. Your your pie chart is composed of more years. So oh, every year I see you what live you're feels yeah. like it's shorter and shorter because it is a smaller portion of your complete life. And that was one of the most profound things I've ever heard him say. Wait, yeah, that's kind of sharp. Yeah, did Either you that did, or honey, go make me a cup of coffee. One of those two. <laughs> I I I definitely never heard woman make me a sandwich. We <laughs> so <laughs> we said sharp. We need a pick from him for this week. We might need one. <laughs> I th- we might. Uh, we might shoot after dropping guy that piece no of logic clue. on us. Ugh. Yeah, wait. I, you said did he take? Did he just do shrooms and just say that? Or like, that's possible. <laughs> I think the shroom days were thirties, uh, twenties, and thirties. I think he's over that now. But wait, Dylan, relapse. We never know. You said very few credit hours. Played a lot of basketball. Did he go to Carolina? Or <laughs> he's in Dayton? No, okay, sorry. The joke is he was he was uh, he was good in basketball in high school. Not so much in college. And we always joke that uh, we don't know if he has more points or credit hours. <laughs> that's good. that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good. That's one. good. That's good. Um, anyhow, so rundown today, we're going to talk about preview a few games, different NFL topics, same old, same old, you know how it goes here. Uh, and then little housekeeping items, basketball pot. So no NFL recap this weekend. It's going to be basketball on Monday. I know Dylan, I'm so sorry. We're having college basketball and NBA pod on Monday. That's coming out. And then we'll be back. Big preview show. We got to talk Christmas. We have a Christmas draft. We got to do the Christmas draft. So we'll have that be ready for next week. So quick rundown for that. And, uh, you guys ready to get into the NFL? Let's do it. Week 15. All right. right. You know, you could say, oh, you guys need to do bowl games. You guys need to do, you know, all this. We're only going to give one bowl game pick because it's impossible to do these bowl games. Yeah. Don't want to don't want to lessen our credibility by trying to throw darts and moving target like that. It's impossible. Follow us on Twitter at Connor underscore Sparrow at Will Christine Dylan at Carter B8 for bowl picks if you need them or whatever, whatever y'all's actions accounts are. Right, exactly. Or like, we'll give one for this weekend on this show, and then, or we'll give one for like the next weekend. Like as they come, as more information comes out, if we have one we like, we'll just say it on the show. Like yeah, it's not I don't like this that. whole thing. Because if I, like I get that. locked into a pick right now, all of a sudden their whole offense opts out. We're screwed in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly, exactly. So today we got to talk about the. There's Saturday football now. We're back mm. to Saturday football. I think the last Saturday game, like I vividly remember, was last year Colts Vikings. When that crazy comeback happened, I remember I was in a mall and all of a sudden, because I left at halftime. I was like, screw this. Went to the mall, went shopping. All of a sudden, Vikings are winning the game. That was like the 30-point comeback, right? Yes. Yeah. Connor, how how confident are you that that game was on a Saturday? I'm not very confident at all. I think it was on Sunday. No. 
I no. think I think I was, I was no 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 impossible because I was living in Idaho and those places aren't open on Sunday. Okay, all right, I believe you. I, for some reason, I thought I was on my way to a wedding, and this wedding that I'm thinking of, they definitely would have their wedding on a Sunday, not a Saturday. I don't know if I agree with that. I have it. I could be wrong. I, I was pretty confident, but now it's a Saturday. Ah, <laughs> come on! Don't don't all even right, try right, me. Down. Right. Anyhow, do you guys like the Saturday games? Yes, I've I've always been. We've talked about this on the show. I've been a huge proponent of there are too many games at one o'clock on Sunday. That's why I like the the London games, the Germany games, the Brazil games. I'm all for that. I'm all for the once the playoffs start and they do like the three games on Saturday, three games on. I mean, yes, because way too much happens week one through now. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah now, now. <laughs> on Sunday at one p.m. I, I gotta say, NFL Sunday has conditioned me because there's up to like nine games in the one p.m. slate. So in my mind, I'm like, I get all this. It's tough to absorb all nine games. But then I go to like the NBA to watch a bunch of NBA one night. And so I have the game on the TV and I'm like, uh, it goes to commercial. I need to get another one on. So I'll pull up my laptop, get another one on. I have like three or four games running at a time. I think I'm incapable of sitting down and watching one game and it having my attention span the whole time. Unless it's like no, a team I care about. I'm slowly becoming, it's impossible for me at this point. It's, yeah. it's, it's slowly trickled into going to games. I, this is going to be a hot take for people, but I hate going to football games. Wow. The timeout, the timeouts are out of control. Maybe that's me, you know, old white guy yelling at the lawn, yelling at clouds, but I'm I'm tired of it. The traffic sucks. The seats are uncomfortable. The timeouts are so bad. We don't need hey, we just had a timeout in between fourth down. We don't need it after the fair catch. Well, you <laughs> let's play ball. You might not need it, but guess who does, Carter? Those TV companies. They need the four letters commercial revenue. On your head. ESPN. <laughs> you know what that first letter is? Entertainment. And that's commercials. The what I would say about going to football games in person, I kind of agree with you. Professional football games are not as fun to go to in person, and you're exactly right. All the breaks, all the whatever. And then if your team loses, it's like you can't just flip the channel and get over it. Like you got to leave the stadium, especially if you're in enemy territory. You got to deal with all the opposing fans. And then I will. The traffic. The traffic is so bad at these NFL games, never, too. I, never ever ever do i drive to these things it's either someone else's driving i park somewhere like or we're staying at a hotel oh my we're staying at a hotel and we uber to it and we uber back mm -hmm. not doing that but i will say conversely if i'm going on a trip and i like abby and i have talked about you know maybe going to houston uh the second time they play so in a couple you're weeks you're gonna you're gonna show your face in houston after what I'm you've been doing on twitter <laughs> i'm definitely going to that football game if i'm in town and the Titans are playing like that. You that there's no question there. about that. Yeah, that's the other thing. If I, next time I'm in Vegas and the Raiders are in town, yeah. like I'm gonna make sure I go to that game. It's like when you're visit when you're going on a trip. It's almost like a tourist event. But I'm not going to a Bengals game just to go to a Bengals game because they're an hour and a half away. Dylan, yeah. you better make sure Sarge isn't in town when you show your face in Houston. Sarge can stick it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> Stroud what? has a 90 yard game, and he all of a sudden it, he deactivated his Twitter account. What's going to be hilarious is Davis Mills going for three fifty and three touchdowns this weekend. That's going to yeah, be the cherry that, on top of the Sunday. I would almost be, I would almost be okay with that. What about Goodell? What about Roger Goodell? The burner. Shout out Roger Goodell. He's been a little quieter, but uh, I, mm. I tweeted some video about Stroud, and he just tweeted two emojis. Um, <laughs> this emoji, same emoji. I'm, that you know that emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, I just if, like you're it. I, if you're listening on Spotify, this is terrible, <laughs> terrible radio. But there's there's another guy I hate. Uh, it's a burner account, Fred Sanders. His his profile picture is just something from like 
it looks like a deranged family member character. I don't even know. Maybe he's from something. But, uh, yeah, if, if I'm going on a trip, like if I were to go to Chicago and the Bears are playing a home game, I don't care who they're playing. I'll go. I'll buy a ticket yeah, and I'll go. I'm with you. Like, I'm with you on that. I feel the same way about baseball. Baseball is a lot easier, though, because it, typically traffic is insane. And yeah. also tickets are five bucks. Yeah, yeah, so many more games, so you don't have to you don't have to dish out seventy bucks. Show and up I also like, yeah, and I have no affiliation. Yeah, the one Mets game we go to, Connor showed up at the bottom of the third, left at the top of the seventh. Yeah, <laughs> Degrom De- throw through like a one hitter. I didn't care. <laughs> I'm yeah. out. Yeah, we got we got <laughs> butt cheek seats for like six dollars. It was like school day over the summer. All these yeah. summer camps were there. Yeah, we're yeah. sitting here with the kids from the Bronx, the oh YMCA Bronx. Yeah. Guys, they must do it every single game because this past May I went to a Yankees game when I was in New York for work, and there were like, I mean, it had to be at least 25 field trips of, <laughs> of kids just at the Yankees game. I was trying to get my chicken tender New York Yankee helmet bucket whatever thing, and I'm, I have to stomp over all these little kids coming up to my hips. I'm like, whoa, you guys, not, you guys aren't in school or what? Yeah, no, no autographs, no autographs. I, I am the C.J. Stroud guy. No autographs, please. <laughs> Let's preview some games. Cowboys-Bills, Bills minus two, over under 50 and a half. Games in Buffalo, Bills minus two. I know, Dylan, you're in the weeds, you're in the stats, you're in the spreadsheets. This doesn't surprise you. As, you know, regular football people, you know, you see the lines, you, you see the Cowboys just dominate the Philadelphia Eagles last week, and you're like, oh, man, if you play guess, guess the lines, you're like, Cowboys by three. And then you see Bills by two. That triggers the trap line in my head, to be honest. Yeah, it's uh, so I'm, I'm in a an interesting predicament because I have the Cowboys rated pretty high, and I think some of that's skewed because the they just blow out teams, and then the Buffaloes, you know, I have them to make the playoffs. I have them X, Y, and Z. Uh, they start out, they got six and six with a win last week, seven and six, trending upwards, but got some, uh, I guess, bad luck. Um. I initially liked Dallas. Like I bet Dallas beforehand and when I say beforehand, like Sunday night and mm-hmm. I regret that now because after looking at the stats, I do think that this bills team is better and I didn't properly adjust for the fact that Dallas is, I have Dallas rated so high because they're just blowing out teams. Whoa, whoa, whoa time out, time out. You think Dallas is better. You think Buffalo is better than Dallas? Yeah. Yeah. I, I bet Dallas that was like his plus Super Bowl on the money line. And I really wish, like, I would not have done that. That's a Super Bowl pick, Carter. The Buffalo Bills. I I think this line makes all the sense in the world when you look at the stats and you consider, you know, uh, I know we hate graphs on this show, but you pull up that graph <laughs> of EPA on offense and defense, and the Bills are, like, all the way in this bottom right corner. So I'm not going to take a side. I took, took Dallas. I'm not going to recommend anybody takes Dallas at this point. What I'm really kicking myself in the butt for, I texted you guys. I said, I like a ton of overs this week. And that's not yeah. like me. I don't, I don't like the overs. And when I sent this to you guys, I was like, I really love Dallas uh, Buffalo. And it was at 48 and a half. And I didn't take it. I knew good and well. It was, I don't know why I didn't take it. I, maybe I got sidetracked. But, I mean, both these teams averaging over five and a half yards per play, both in the top five for pass yards per game, both very explosive. And, and the defenses, especially the Bills, not as not as solid as years past. Still a good defense, but not quite the Buffalo defense that we saw the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would still go over at 15 and a half, if you want me to be honest. I think this is going to be such a fun game to watch. It's not. I don't know if it'll be a shootout because uh, – Buffalo's run defense isn't great. Maybe Dallas will get something going with Pollard on the ground. Um, 
but it's going to be a great game. I I would go over. I kind of like the over here too. That was, was that's what I was going to come in here and say is even at 15 and a half because yeah, Buffalo they scored what 20 against Kansas City last week. James Cook had a coming out party. He had 140 total yards. Yeah. And for Buffalo's offense to be humming and flowing like it needs to, he has to be one of the dudes. He has to be good for 50 or 60 on the ground and 30, 40 through the air. He just has to. And so he came out last week against the Chiefs, I think in a big big game against the Cowboys. He's going to get a lot of work. And also the Cowboys have been humming right along too, just dropped 30 plus on the Eagles. I think this is a sneaky, you know, we always say hills and valleys, hills and valleys on the season. I think this is a little valley for the Cowboys. And then they bounce back strong next week against the Dolphins. That's my prediction. Yeah. Because right now, the Dolphins are minus one and a half on the look ahead next week against the Cowboys, which I think is a little crazy in Miami, sure. But I think Dallas, you know, might hit a little snafu against Buffalo, but then they come back strong against Miami and finish the year strong. So I, I like Buffalo this weekend, but I like the over more. So Go ahead, Dan. absolutely stoked for Christmas Eve games. I don't know how oh, that yeah. plays into your guys' plans, but oh my gosh, is that amazing. I'm actually sneaky more excited for the Christmas Day games. Oh, that Ravens-Niners game because is going to be a treat. I, see, I, I'm in one location. I get to just watch football all day. Like it's mm-hmm. it's one spot. I don't have to go to different families or anything. I'm one spot football TV locked high, in. High cheese. I'm I'm one spot too, but it's not the right one on Christmas Day. Christmas Eve. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Hey buddy, hey buddy, that's me next year. That's me next year. Yeah. That's me this weekend. Yeah. I'm gonna be watching fantasy playoffs in the wrong location. Let me let me clarify. Wrong location for watching football. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Not not my mood is, or you know, my desire to be there is not the yeah. problem. It's it's mm. just not the <laughs> clear and most ideal place that I typically want to watch football at. Yeah. That was convincing. You should go into politics, Carter. Can't have very the PR. Hey, hey, the we're, the PR machine here at the Carter Cast is out of control good. I mean, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh I like Belf- I like Buffalo here. I love Buffalo here. Buffalo at home. I don't know what the weather is. Anybody stats guy weather, anything like that? It's going to be cold as balls, I'm assuming. Well, I think it's fair to say while Dylan's looking that up, Buffalo, they're not a team that reflects seven and six. Like, this is a team that's much better than their record, and it's a team that I'm not, like, I would be terrified to play. I'm not like, oh, they're middle of the road, above 500, like, blah, blah, blah. I think they're still capable of being a powerhouse in the league. Now, early in the year, they hit some struggles, but I think this line is what it is for a reason. Like, I still rank them among, you know, teams i'm most scared of i would say you know what's are, interesting oh go ahead dylan are they one o'clock 425 no. 425 so it looks like it's going to be 48 with oh, rain coming in around six that's not that bad so uh 16 mile per hour wins so yeah not too bad so Doesn't josh allen any, Aubrey. yeah jo- josh allen anytime touchdown that's what i'm hearing Ooh. Allen Russell, mvp he was he's, his mvp odds slashed in half after that chiefs game 25 no. to 1 no, Bills to make should. the playoffs minus one ten. You know, see, I like that. I like that more because you know maybe Detroit takes care of business in Denver. Maybe our guy, our guy, Will Levis, our guy. That, see, that's that's the thing. We're getting on a tangent here. We don't even get to recap the Titans game because we recorded on on Monday before the game. <laughs> our guy, Will Levis. Well, our guy, Will Levis. <laughs> you, you guys have been on Will Levis since day one, oh, dude. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't wait for Davis Mills to just win outright on Sunday. You're funny, no Carter. Reason. I tell you what, you get yeah, funnier every the, time we record. Yeah, you're the best, Dylan. I, you, you know, uh, Bryce Young. You got some great takes about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so stupid. Get, 
Yeah, I love Bryce Young busting. Um, <laughs> Bills minus two. I don't know if there's anything more to say. I don't about hate this it. Game. I don't hate it. I really don't. Yeah. One and a half right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Vandal. I don't like the one and a half. I'm just going to take the juice on the money line, and if I lose, I lose. Like I agree. we're not talking big big bucks here. If I was, you know, playing well, huge money, but what? Go ahead, Dylan. You would have to calculate the implied probability of a team mm. winning and then winning by more than one and a half. And then does it equate? Because if you're getting minus 160 on the money line and then you're getting minus 110 on minus one and a half, minus two, might be worth taking minus one and a half or minus two. Yeah, so, but then when you involve the Pythagorean theorem, mm-hmm. then it gets a little hazy. Minus 122. But, you know, we're talking 20 to win 18 versus 20 to win 16.50. So, you know. Yeah, we're talking like nine grand to win oh, like 50 grand. Yeah. yeah. What's, Carter, Carter rolls into Circus Sports and everybody fucking turns their head. <laughs> What's might, the, need to, might need to cut that F word. Sorry. <laughs> no, we'll keep it. <laughs> Sorry. What would be the Z score on those two differences? Oh, dude. I, Z score sucks. I hated Z score. It's not even applicable in this problem. No, it's not. It but up. I still think Z score is annoying when we I can consult the table. Are you a big, big Q score, Q mm. score guy? P value. They don't have enough. They don't have enough. They, yeah, they don't have enough. The stats I like. P value. That's a good one, Connor. I re- real recognize real P score. I see ya. Oh, I'm here. P value. Greater than less than. Ravens Jags. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens Jags at this point. Ravens. Oh. Uh, we have we have Ravens minus three and a half over under forty two and a half. Dylan, anything on this one? I do. I have to pull it up though. I'm. Fairly certain it's first half under. This Jaguars team, I don't know. The point of an NFL season, at least for our purposes, is to try to pick and choose when to buy and sell teams. We, I've said it before on this show. It's almost like trying to like play the stock market. And this Jaguars team started off really hot at one point, like 8-4, and 8-5 and five or whatever. They, got, they get that blowout loss to the 49ers. And ever since then, they just don't look like the same team. Trevor Lawrence has had uh, a few multiple pick games. So I'm trying to figure out, like, are the Jaguars any good? They're probably locked to make the playoffs because I don't know who's going to make a run at the AFC South. I mean, I guess you could say maybe the Colts or the, the Texans. Probably not the Texans. they got to play the Titans two more times. So they're not mm. – I mean, they're not yeah. going to win out. Maybe um, the Titans. Huh? Maybe the Titans. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, we have uh, Texans twice. I can't remember who else we play. But if we would just beat the Colts in that, that missed point, Tannehill ruined our season for us. And he wasn't even playing quarterback. He was holding the extra point. Anyway, um, I do like the first half under here. We know the Ravens have a great defense. And it's it's a lot better in the first half than it is in the second. It's good in the second half. But for some reason, in the first half, they just lock teams down. I don't know if I trust the Jaguars to score. And the Ravens seem to just... They don't blow teams out. They score enough to get it done. And I don't know how much they're going to have to score to get it done against the Jaguars. So first half under 21 and a half for me. So with this game with the Ravens and Jags, I don't like either side on the spread. I, I Three and a half scares me. Stay away from that, especially in Jacksonville. Primetime games, I think, in the, like with the media, media narrative, are worth three times whatever the normal one o'clock games are because that's just gonna it's gonna imprint in people's minds. It's easy to forget the one o'clock games. It's easy to forget about the Carolina Panthers losing every week at one mm-hmm. o'clock. It's easy to do those things, but with the Jags Ravens, I think the winner of this game is going to get so much buzz and so much like then they're gonna be oh Super Bowl odds slashed in half for the winner of Ravens Jags. Mm-hmm. And then I think you can buy on the other side. I don't think this game really has too much, too many implications for me, honestly. 
I can't quit the Ravens. I can't do it. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, like, I don't know what it They're is. But good. Th- this year, I've just been so high on Lamar since week one. And I'm like, you know, he's that guy this year. He's better than what he's shown. He's finally got some weapons. Zay Flowers has been very, very good this year. Mark Andrews going out sucks. But, you know, he could come back before the playoffs. I have Mark I, Andrews anytime touchdown this week. Even though he's on IR. <laughs> Plus 5,000. Come out with like a cast like WWE. My God, that's Mark Andrews music. (laughs) No, but I I can't quit the Ravens. I also like the under here. Dylan, I like the angle in the first half under. I actually took the full game because I just feel like this Ravens defense is good. And I'm not going to say the Jaguars are frauds, but they've been struggling a little bit offensively, I would say, in recent weeks. So I think there's going to be a lot of running, a lot of clock running based on that run game. I like the Ravens. I like the under. I don't hate I don't hate the under in this game either. I don't hate it. I just really like it's increasingly becoming more likely that the Ravens will be the number one seed in the AFC. That's there is the no there's no possible way this game ends in a football score. It's not gonna be twenty four twenty one. It has to be nineteen sixteen. Yeah. Maybe a little score. Ravens gone. always do that, it feels like. Yes. Ravens always have funky scores. I feel like the Jags can too at times, and then you put those two together exponentially. You know, what, weird scores. you know what I might bet? I might bet there to be a safety in the game. This just feels like one of those weird, Ooh, like somebody runs out the back of the end zone game. or like like into the game and they run out of bounds to end the game or something like that. You know, just something like the Army there, Navy. There's game. this clip that, that's making drop its way. Point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, don't. There's a clip that's making its way around my Twitter. I see it probably once every other day of some, I don't, I don't know who it is, but it's snowing. And some guy takes the snap and just turns around and throws it, throws it back, just straight yes. launches it into the stands for a safety. I don't know who it is or when it's from, but it's from, it's from a long time ago. I think it's like one of the older videos, but I've seen it because it's like whenever I bet somebody's pass yards over, he just throws it out yeah. of the back of the end zone. Breaking news! Breaking news! News. Mm-hmm. A Georgia lawmaker has sent a letter to the CFP committee demanding the Orange Bowl between Florida State and Georgia gets added to the college football playoff. <laughs> Do we think it happens? I love that. I, I will, like, it's so funny DeSantis. that politi- p- politics are slowly turning into, like, we just want our football teams to be good. I that's, guess that's, that's how, how it's you, always been, though. <laughs> that's how you know it's yeah. an election cycle when the Southern lawmakers are starting to ease their mm-hmm. way into college football analyst territory. Like, oh, our team got screwed. We're going to pass some legislation. It is a disservice. And they're like, oh, my God, this guy fought for Georgia to be in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, check that box. When you, Ro- go, when you go to the poll box, just remember who fought. Yeah. Who State fought for Tez Walker? For what who matter? Fought, yeah. Who fought for Tez Walker? Every NC State fan votes votes Republican, yeah. so Roy Cooper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, he's like, yep, I want my North Carolina football team to be good. What if they did add it? What if they're like, you know what? You guys are right. We're going to add that to the college <laughs> yeah, football playoff. Like, what this if, is all it took. This, yeah, this what, is what all if, it like, took. The Supreme Court's like, dude, I just want more football. Like, let's make this happen. <laughs> so then, yeah. Round robin. Yeah. It's going to be so, a round robin. You're telling me that uh, Kavanaugh doesn't want another game to hang out with the boys <laughs> crushing brewskis. I was going to make a Ruth, whatever. I'm not even going to try to say her no. name because I know I'm going to mess it up. She's not alive anymore, right? No, no, she's passed. Uh, okay, that's what. Okay, just had to make uh, sure. P- PR around the corner, Casca Jump. Here's yeah. a question. Let's say they add it. Which winner gets a bye to the championship? Because you have six well, games. You have 
three games or six teams. Well, higher I think, seed. I think well, that's they, when the seeding comes in. Well, I okay. think they would decide that by a committee, and then they would determine who the best team is to get. The yeah, we would course. just have Vegas mm-hmm. determine it. Why not? Just yeah, Vegas. You go plop down in Circus Sportsbook, and we'll decide who gets. The we'll line. have Jeffrey Benson decide this. <laughs> Can I illustrate an issue here? Because that clip seems to get a lot of a lot of comparison to the NFL. You want to know the difference between college football and the NFL? The NFL has extremely clear rules on how you make the playoffs. The, there is no there is no question. There is no committee. There is no decision. You win your division, you're in. If you have one of the best records outside of your division winners, you're in. So you can't go in the TikTok comments and say, well, Blah, blah, blah should be favored against blah, blah, blah. Why don't we put them in the playoffs? Because there's a way to make the playoffs. All you got to do is win your division. There's tiebreakers. There's situations. We know what it takes. People, man, so dumb. You love the TikTok comments. You love them. I'm addicted. (laughs) I've got the Instagram notification still on, and I shit you not, I just got one from that Georgia video where Carter's talking about, like, Georgia's going to steamroll Bama. It's still coming. It's still coming. It's been there like two are five hundred comments on there, and just yeah, I know. I'll randomly pop in on the Instagram feed when I'm getting ready to post a clip, and I'll be like, oh, "Let's see what's going on here." And I I read six comments. I'm like, "That's funny." All right, yeah. post a video. It's a it's a problem because I want to maintain my credibility, but I also yeah. you know I want to mm, yeah. So like the Michigan Alabama game in reality, how do you have airtime, Dylan? <laughs> yeah. Anybody, uh, man, mics are cheap these days. Mm -hmm. Mics are cheap. Mics are cheap. Did I ever play football before? I I haven't. I addressed that on the live stream this week. I said I never played football before. I'll be honest. I just love the game. I love ball. Never. I thought about. I thought about it. I might just start playing. I might sign up for a football team or like a football league, and like get on the team. Sign like a one day contract with Mm -hmm. like maybe a USFL, one of these random arena football league. Sign a one day contract, and anytime anybody's like, "You never played football," I'm like. I did play football. You My brother applied Christ. for BYU's assistant coaching job. <laughs> mm. You saw the Indeed post. Hey, go. BYU, man, you know, we'll, we'll take, I guess they got to take anybody. So if I, you're looking to be the assistant coach at BYU football, Indeed is, just go to Indeed. We're hiring, apparently. Just got one thing to say to those people, guys. You're not used to getting none, are you? <laughs> who, who knew we could get Stephen A as a guest on the show? Yeah, shout out my guy Stephen A for coming on. He saw the four letters. Shout out. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Be good rest of the year. Good luck to you and your boys the rest of the way. Forever shine on, Bill Walton. Eagles minus three and a half against the Seahawks over under 47 and a half. Dylan, I know you got a strong opinion on this game. I know because the, the anti-Eagles rhetoric is about to start cooking even more, isn't it? We're adding gas to the fire. So this is where... This is where that dilemma I just laid out really comes into place because I could hit it home, boys. I could say it's going to be all Seahawks. It's Philadelphia's losing again. Uh, the Seahawks are a better team. The Eagles are overrated. Their defense is awful, which that part's actually true. Hypothetically. Hypothetically, I can't do it. I texted you boys, and I was like, I think, I think Seattle might win, but I, I cannot pull the trigger on it. I can't make the hard statement because Seattle, the defense is just as bad. We don't officially know if we're getting Geno or Drew Locke. Now, granted, Drew Locke didn't look that bad against the 49ers. He had 200-plus passing yards. It wasn't awful. I, can't, I cannot plant my flag in the ground here. Um, what I will say, I do have a strong feeling on this game, one of my – biggest plays of the weekend is actually in this game first half over 23 and a half I think it's 24 and a half now I would still take it we took the first half over in 49ers Seattle cashed in like I think it was 20 minutes of game time uh 
both of these defenses, two of the six worst in scoring percentage allowed, two of the three worst third down uh, conversion percentage allowed, two of the seven worst red zone percentage allowed, touchdown uh, rate in the red zone, and two of the 10 best in passing yards per attempt. Whether you're getting Geno Smith, whether you're getting Drew Locke, I don't think it matters. This Philadelphia defense has regressed so much since the last two years. Why? I'm not sure, but almost every metric shows you that. And I I think there's going to be points in this game. No one's ever knocked Seattle for their offense. It's usually their defense. So I think there's going to be a lot of points quick in this one. First half over, I think it's 24 and a half now. Connor, anything on this one? Yeah, I think this is a classic don't overthink it game. I mean, Dylan just gave the numbers to back up the over, which I love. But this is a get right game for Philadelphia. It is. It's a get right game. No I, way you're I, doing this. I think you take the points. I mean, I really do. It's the perfect time. It's like, oh, Eagles have looked shaky the last few weeks. And I've made a considerable margin or a considerable amount of money fading the Eagles the last few weeks. This is a get-right game. Guys, it's Drew Locke. If Drew Locke plays, are you kidding me? I don't care that he had a good game last week. It's Drew Locke. So so why is this the get-right game instead of next week of the Giants after they just came off like That's not even the a, toughest game? I mean, we don't even need to do that. The Giants? What, that's, what do you mean? That is their get-right game. They come out and they beat them by 30 points. I still think this is a get-right game for the Eagles. Monday night, prime time. Couldn't you just see like, oh, why do we ever doubt the Eagles? Which I'm not going that far to be like, they're going to win the Super Bowl. But game I think they Seattle. beat this. I don't like this Seattle team. They're not great. I don't like, I don't them. like them either. That's true. That's true. And I if you can get it, it's three, it's three and a half right now. That's not too many points. It's not. I like the Eagles. I'm not going to be like, oh, five-star, biggest play. But I am taking the Eagles three and a half. Go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead. I'll give you three. <laughs> For what? What do you mean you'll give me three? You... I don't know. What do you want? What do you want to bet? I'll bet with you. Think about really. it. We'll, we'll, we'll Five guys. Back. The Eagles. The Eagles. I, I hear what you're saying. Like they, they're due for a get right game. They are coming off one of the toughest stretches I think that any team has endured this year. But the way they've won on those stretches, that doesn't tell you anything about how good they are, right? And we've gone yeah. through it. I'm not going to go through the laundry list of the, what happened in the Bills, the first Cowboys, the Chiefs game. I don't. I don't see how you can confidently do that because the but, Seahawks but are not the, the 49ers. They're not the Niners. They're not the Cowboys. They're but, not a good team. All, but also, but all season long, they've never beaten. I just blown out a team. Their most convincing win was probably the Dolphins in the middle of the season. Yeah, and I might get burned, and I might be thinking of the Eagles of last year and the Super Bowl and all that. But I just, there's just no way they don't have a convincing win coming up. And maybe it's the Giants. Maybe it's the Giants. It probably will be. But I like I like them against Seattle. I could think be- of a way that they don't have a convincing win coming up because of what I saw against the Patriots and what I saw against the Commanders twice and what I saw against these other. The Jets are the Jets are an exception where they probably should have won that game and they lost it, which doesn't but happen very much for them. Zach Wilson, and that was uh, BC. Zach Wilson, BC or B BS yeah. before sitting. Be so B- <laughs> BS or Tim Boyle, BC. Something yeah. like that. We can workshop yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But anyhow, I'm worried about the Eagles, man. I'm worried. I, these side, like, yes, they've played tough teams. Yes, they're going to close out the season strong. Yeah. I'm not willing to take the Eagles minus three and a half. No way. Mm. No way. And also, like Dylan mentioned it, if Drew Locke plays, you sneaky like the Seahawks a no, little more. You for don't. No, for it's no Drew reason. Locke. <laughs> He's going to come out and throw three more. picks, and everybody's going to be like, oh, I didn't know what I was getting so hyped but he just about. Play, but he just played against the Niners. I don't care. It's and, Drew Locke. And didn't DK get ejected it, from that game? So how long did he play without DK? He, he didn't. DK, DK was like the third or fourth quarter. It, he oh, played okay. most of the game with DK. Okay. 
And yeah. also, D- DK had that big touchdown. Let me be clear. I'm not saying that I'm confident in the Eagles and like, oh, there's no problems anymore and they're turning it around. But this week, I like them to thrash the Seahawks. It'll be by at least a touchdown. Come on. One, one word answer. We'll start with Carter. Do the Eagles win the division? Yes. Connor. Yes. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. I think they do. I don't, but if Dallas loses to Buffalo like we think they might, this loss to Seattle really wouldn't matter if and they did under, lose. And Dallas is underdogs to Miami next week. So. And then they get to play the Giants, Cardinals, Giants. It's, it's the Eagles. But the other thing is, if the Eagles lose this game, I think everybody in the in the world, especially Philly fans, did it when they lost their first game. But the panic button is going to get smashed into pieces if oh, they yeah. lose this game against Seattle, and I think rightfully so because then you're like, okay, like yes, you guys played that tough stretch, you had a hard schedule, you got to beat Seattle if you're a Super Bowl team, and they could even if they lose this game, they could still win the division, no problem, and yep. you're still very worried about them even as what a 12, 13 win team. Well, you said, Carter, you said it. During Monday Night Football, you said primetime games get like triple like towards the narrative and everything. I think it's even more than triple when you're dealing with a good team that people love to talk about, like the Eagles. I think it's like five or six times more because you're right. The panic button will be smashed. People will be calling for people's heads to roll. Big Dom's going to be back in the news cycle. You know, who knows? Who knows what will happen? Yeah, Big Dom. I, Dylan loves himself some Big Dom. I, I, I will transition ourselves out of this game. With Great this job. one little little stat tidbit to help the over, mm. bird game, mm. bird game. Oh, it is a bird game. Fly high. Mm-hmm. A lot of points. A lot. A lot of field goal. I'm not. Uh, yeah, bird a lot game. of passing. Passing. I, we need to get John Ewing on bird games. How many times they go over? Mm. Do we have the, the same pool as like Bill Simmons does? We'd be like, <laughs> hey, John Ewing, can you for the quarter cast? Could you find this for hey, us? Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to need bird game sets. <laughs> uh, anything else in the, NFL, in the in these games particularly, or do you want to do parlay picks and get into other NFL topics before we get out of here? Uh, rat line of the week, Panthers plus three. No way it should only be three. <laughs> that is the rat line of no the week. No way it should only be three. And that, that tells you all I need to know. I, I don't know about rat. I don't, like, it, it's, in the, it's the quintessential yes rat line, no, but I also understand because Desmond Ritter sucks. Oh, he does. He doesn't. Oh, right. He doesn't though. That's the yes, thing. He, he doesn't. Does. He just can't. He's he bad. can't take care of the ball. Well, you got to factor that in. That means he's in. bad. Yeah, you got to factor that. That doesn't in. mean he's bad. That doesn't mean he's bad. It means he can't. He just so turns Jam- the ball Jameis over. Winston. When Jameis Winston throws a thirty for thirty, that means it's not Jameis's fault. I never said it's not Jameis's fault. That doesn't mean Jameis is bad. Brett Favre. Yeah, that's it. He throw thirty picks. My case. Thirty picks. Thirty. Thirty interceptions. He went thirty for thirty. Thirty touchdowns. He did have 30 touchdowns. There we go. I'll rest my case. 500 then. I guess he's a 500, yeah, 500 quarterback. 500 gets you in the Hall of Fame in baseball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I uh, we're so stupid. <laughs> Let's do parlay picks. What do you guys got? I'm going to go... Hmm. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia-Seattle first half over. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, I'm going Bears. Bears-Browns under 38 and a half. Bears defense sneaky been good lately. Second best rush defense in the league. Second in a total total opponent total rush yards, and their second in opponent yards per carry. I think there's going to be a lot of running in this game, anyways. Which not with with not many results is what I would say. A lot of clock running. A lot of running with Flacco. T- that was my other talents. bullet point. Is you know let's pump the brakes on Joe Flacco. Yeah, He's been there awesome, we go. But it's Joe Flacco, and he was on the couch five weeks ago. So let's pump like the brakes on here. him. He's due for a little. 
shaky game. He's not going to come out and throw 50 times again. No way. I, too, I like, and then I'll let you guys decide them. We could do a Saturday game with Bengals-Vikings over 40 and a half. Or okay. I'm listening. A gross one. A gross one. Texans-Titans over 37. <laughs> I hate both of those. You want me to bet the them. over with a Brian Flores defense? I like the Bengals. Yeah, Jake Coles. Browning. Let's go. Let's go the Saturday one. Let's go. Let's go Vikings Bengals because or Vikings, then we have yeah. a then we have a Saturday, a Sunday, and a Monday. We've never done one of those. And plus, Vikings Nick Mullins first first game of starting quarterback. He might air it no, out. No, Jaron Hall might be in by halftime. <laughs> let's pump the brakes on Jaron Hall. Let's yeah, let's the pump the brakes on the BYU boy. Yeah. Hey, whoa, whoa. We're taking over the league little by little. Zach Wilson's back. Puka Nakua's top five in receiving yards. Jaron Hall probably going to be the next Russell Wilson. He's Al- dangerous. Algier's going to break out next year. Putting my yeah, stock Al- in that right now. He's going to go somewhere else and be good. Yeah, Algier feels like an AFC South running back. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about something real quick? So, going back to the TikTok comments. We posted yeah. a TikTok about Puka Nakua being rookie of the year, right? Offensive yeah. rookie of the year. And some guy commented and said, oh, well, C.J. Stroud's top two out of 32 quarterbacks, right? Mm. Well, it was in passing yards. And Puka Nakua is, I think, top, he said top five for He's wide receivers. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's 100 wide receivers. <laughs> like, Also, is C.J. Stroud still second? I don't think that's true anymore. He's definitely not anymore, but I, I don't know when he posted. Actually, no, he is. He is. I checked it today. I think he is. Okay. But – Still, you're two out of 32 compared to five out of 100. Let's do some math here. Two divided by 32. One out of 16. One over 16. Reduce fraction. Multiply five by 16. That's 90. There's a lot more than 90 wide receivers in the league. So whoever that comment was, I know you're watching. That was really dumb. And he tried to keep arguing with me, and I just stopped responding. I'm proud of you. There you go, Dylan. That's that's when you hit him with the the okay. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, I've tried to adopt the Stephen Che approach of like uh, people oh, no. will say uh, this stinks. Not you wiping. have no platform. Who do you think you're reaching to? And I will just say I appreciate you taking the time to respond. Thank you for thank you for taking time out of your day to respond. Thanks for your input. Yeah. Thank you for your input. I will I will build off of this. Make I might just do the, just for you. I might just do what the they put on the cookout cups, and I just might comment, God bless America. And that's it. There's no <laughs> context. And then when you're feeling real tired or you have a long day at work, just GBA. Yeah. God yeah. bless America. You're going to win over all these Southern voters, too. Calling yeah, for a go. 16 run playoff. Card I know. Why am I, why am I all of a sudden becoming all a little PR here? Am I running for office that I don't know about? Trying to get this show some sponsorships. That's the real that's the real hey, motive behind it. We're, st- we're starting the Vote for Carter Foundation. You could, you could be the, the head of the DOD Foundation. Department of Dog. National been Department there. of Dog. Yeah, been there, done that. Saturday, Bengals-Vikings over 40.5. Sunday, Bears-Browns under 38.5. Monday night, first half, over 24.5. Eagles-Seahawks. That's the podcast parlay this week. Other NFL topics real quick I want to hit before we get out of here. Belichick. The report comes out from Tom Kieran from NBC that, hey, Belichick, it, it was basically decided after the Colts game in Germany, Bill Belichick getting out he's out after the season was it real like i I still haven't decided like i haven't figured out if it's legit or not is what real the fact that he's he's not coming back yeah it was like the report like i haven't seen it apparently that guy's pretty credible he does i mean he's got like one hundred seventy thousand followers it seems legit and he seems like the patriots insider but also it was like is no one gonna confirm this report 
When I read it, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but when the Colts and Patriots game was coming up, uh, it was like the London game, I think, or Germany game or Germany, something. Germany, yeah. Germany, yes. Um, there was talk about that. If the Patriots don't win, then it could be Belichick's you know, way out. And then once they lost, I feel like we didn't hear anything about it until just now. So I believe it because I do remember that being a conversation, is the fact that if they lose that game, it could be – I don't know if they said the end for Belichick or like it'd be his last year or whatever, but nothing. We heard no reports after that game. So I do believe it. The question is, I saw that one offshore book had his favorite, the favorite for his, uh, the odds on favorite for his destination after New England was Carolina. Do we want that? I mean, out of touch. I'm going out of touch. We, we can't be, we can't be picky as Panthers fans. We can't, you know, have our cake and eat it too, because anything right now is an upgrade from what we have. We said that last year, but it just, yeah, but it just feels like Belichick coming. Like, what's that going to do? Like, what's Belichick going to do with this roster with Bryce Young? Like, really, what's he going to do? Really bad. What would any coach do? I just, I don't know if Belichick's got it in him to come to a team like Carolina. Like, wouldn't he go to a better situation? I think he would go to a better situation. I would keep the Chargers. Chargers? Yeah, the Chargers yeah. or Vegas feels a little more right. Oh, something tells me you cannot let Belichick near craps table at the MGM. I feel like he would just tear that up. He'd be, he'd be skipping practice. Like, oh, where's be, Bill at? Those poor ring, the ring, cam, ring doorbell cameras would just. <laughs> hopefully they don't have those in Vegas if he goes there. The Bill's department of dice at the Aria at 4 a.m. The department yeah. of dog needs to take into account those doorbell videos. That's all I got to say. One, after after the Raiders go one and six with Belichick, he's having to go from the Aria to El Cortez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to that uh, OYO that has the dollar blackjack, dollar and, hand blackjack. I, and there's a Hooters in there, too. <laughs> Mark Davis is sitting right across from him. I think there might be a Johnny Rockets, too. That's how you know it's legit. Johnny Rockets. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really want Bill in Carolina. I like, don't either. It's it crazy right. to say that. It Yeah, like I said, it doesn't feel right. They need a young guy in there, it feels like, you know. Ben Johnson. I don't know. Just throw names out there. Well, maybe who? You know what? The Lions trust tree. They're no. going to decline our interview, so we might have to just get, get what we can. No, he'll. I. I think. I think. I think it's either Ben Johnson or Brian Flores. That's my. That's what I tell myself, and then I, eventually it's going to be like Dabba Sweeney. You guys do agree that it's time for Belichick to move on from New England, right? It's just this like constant black cloud over their head. It's just like a big like oh uh-huh. Belichick this Belichick that like it has to no. be time for a change, right? I th- I don't think so because I think it's I think the only change needs to be he needs to stop being the GM. Just let him coach. But do you trust him with the you know a Drake May or a Caleb Williams? Is he the guy to lead the Patriots into the next like phase of their franchise? Is Belichick the guy, or do you wash your hands of it? Say thanks for the championships. You've been great. You'll be a legend here always. But hey, we yeah, need to thanks. hit the new yeah. era. We need to hit the new era. I mean, I don't I don't know if you're thinking Bill for those. I think you're giving a call to a uh, to a. Uh, TB12 317 area code up in up in Ann Arbor and hey thank thank you for the championships because it seems like it might have been a little bit more of a Michigan man thing than it was a Bill Belichick man thing. I'm just I'm saying, I don't know. That's another, another career saying. that a Michigan man has made. Speaking of former Patriots, Cam Newton, Mike Vrabel. Oh. Nah, close. <laughs> nah. Cam Newton comes out he says that Brock Purdy, Tua, Jared Goff and Dak Prescott are game managers. And everybody in sports media is freaking out, talking about that. The, he he's not entirely wrong. I I think game manager is the wrong the wrong word or phrase to use, right? So like Tua, 
I think two is a good quarterback, but yeah, he benefits from having the best wide receiver in all professional football on his team. Jared Goff. I don't know. I don't know how you call Jared Goff a game manager because you look at his roster. Like he has, I guess Dave, he has great running backs. St. Brown's a good wide receiver, but it's not like he's got a star studded lineup that he's throwing to. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I I would say you, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. You kind of can make a case for Purdy because I feel like there's a lot of quarterbacks that I'm not saying Purdy's bad, but there are probably a lot of quarterbacks out there that thrive under Shanahan's system. Jimmy G was in a Super Bowl. He was one quarter exactly. away. I mean, that's that's the that's what you need to know. And then he goes to the Raiders, and he's yeah, AOC playing over him. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, and who was the other one? Tua, Dak. Dak, Brock, Dak. Now, Dak, I don't know if I agree with because Dak has shown us over he the course up. of a couple of years that he has that ceiling. If he can keep the interceptions at bay, then he then he thrives. Now, Carter, you have something? Well, I was I keep going because I, it's going to be a little different. Yeah, I just think that you have that aspect of it. Is Cam right? And then you have another aspect of it. Uh, Does Cam, should Cam even be saying these things in the first place? Because you think about his career, I understand that he means a lot to you guys. But this is the guy that got benched for Mac Jones, right? So for him to come on here and say, oh, these guys are system quarterbacks, People make the comparison to Dan Orlovsky or these people on ESPN that have never played. Why Why are they allowed to comment on it? But a guy like Cam Newton, who has played in the league and has had success, isn't. And it's not so much that he isn't, but it's different when you're not that far removed from the league. You just got benched for a guy that's bad, and then you're coming out here and you're taking unwarranted, unsolicited shots at these guys who, for the most part, are well, they're all pretty good quarterbacks. So I don't know. I, I think it's a, an odd move, but I also don't, I don't think he's completely right either. I don't think he's entirely wrong, though, because I think if this NFL season has taught us anything about the quarterback position in football, situation clears everything. Clears everything. I mean, we see Mahomes right now. Mahomes doesn't have even top 25 receivers, like a top 25 receiving core, and they're – barely like they're all they're barely winning their division at this point yeah Dak Prescott this year has been you know he's got a great offensive line he's got Tony Pollard he's got CD Lamb I don't know why it hasn't happened in the past maybe I think Dak is kind of the exception in this conversation but we saw Tua when Tyreek Hill goes out of the game he's a much worse quarterback we saw in Brock Purdy I think you made the comparison with Jimmy G like I understand that I still think Brock Purdy's a good quarterback but I think system clears everything but even if you have a good system, you still have to have a quarterback that can make the throws, right? And, and like when I think of a good system, I but okay, but then you can just do this. Let's say, let's put Kirk Cousins in these shoes. Kirk Cousins probably does just as good, if not better, than these guys in some spots. Yeah, I think that's fair. But like you have you have the New York Jets who have one of the better offensive lines, and the Jets, yeah, the Jets, no. Uh, yeah, wait. their offensive line's fine. No, it is not. Have you watched football? Don't even start, Carter. Get, yes, get the stat football. sheet out. Get the stats out. And do not just from the Texas game all season long. The Jets yeah. O-line is terrible. The Vikings then, O-line, very good. Can you give and me an example of, of a team that has a nice situation? The Atlanta and... Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. Okay. 
They have a top 10 offensive line. They have a solid defense. They have great weapons with B. John Robinson, Drake London, Tyler Algier. Kyle, Kyle Pitts should be better. I don't know why he's not better. I do have a take on this, but it's not related to this argument, so I'm just going to let y'all duke it out real quick. So, I was wrong. I was wrong about the pass game. There we go. I was like, I've watched all these Jets games. I know they suck. But there's, it's fine with being, sometimes that's all you need, right? A game manager is all you need. Now, I don't think two is a game manager. I don't think... Dak definitely isn't a game manager. Peyton Manning's last year was a game manager. That's all the Broncos needed because they had that insane defense. Yeah. And to me, it just seems odd for Cam to come out and make these claims, like do this little media tour. I don't know. Uh, Something about it feels weird with me. I got a take on this. So uh, people, people have like been attacking Cam Newton personally over this. And it's like, oh, why the hell do we need to hear from this guy? Blah, blah, this and that. He's just trying to stay relevant. And I think that's the case for a lot of people. It's like, I want to stay in the news cycle. But here's another thing. There's so many people at ESPN. You know, I worked up there in Bristol for a year and a half. I've been around it. They come out with some of the most outlandish takes just to get clicks and views. Literally, producers are like, say something crazy and then back it up because we need headlines. And these are people that have never played before. And so Cam Newton was a quarterback in the NFL for a long time. He was an MVP. He was a really good player for a long time. His opinion, you might not agree with it, but it, you know, it should hold some kind of weight. Like, we're talking about a guy who's in the league. He's not just some rando off the street saying this and that and has never played a snap in his life. Why don't we give that the same energy to the people that have never played? I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, you've never played a snap football, because so you don't know I'll, what you're talking about. But, but I'll ask this. Do you think Cam Newton's grinding any tape? Like, do you think he watches football on Sunday? That's my question. No, like, and What do you think fair. he does on a Sunday? Like, I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, on Sunday, do you think he's sitting there watching Scott Hansen and, all right, I got my NFL Sunday ticket. Let's well, I don't think he's Ryan Rossillo, tails from the basement, sitting there watching every game, taking notes. But he did play in the league, and I feel like maybe he's watched enough to form an opinion. And I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it should be avoidant of any criticism. But people are like, oh, this guy's opinion has no weight. This dude played in the league. And maybe it's my Panthers bias shining through. But I don't know why he's getting all this crap whenever people that are on TV that have never played before saying even worse things, and nobody bats an eye. That that's my that's my qualm with it. Is like, why is he getting I, so much personal hate? I don't I agree don't, with his opinion. I don't agree with the game manager comments. But like, why is he, why why? I don't think the game manager comments are that bad because I, I think know. it's being taken Dak way is. out of Dak is a little may, much. May, I think it's just being taken way out of context. I just think he what is what it really boils down to is look, they have an unreal situation. A lot of quarterbacks are going to succeed in all of those guys' positions. But let me let me counter with this, Carter. You said Cam Newton's not watching film every Sunday. I agree. But all these analysts on TV at ESPN or Fox or wherever, and they're like, probably not watching all film these, either. All these former <laughs> players, let me tell you right now, they have producer meetings at 6 a.m. before the show comes on. They get filled in on what happened the day before because they didn't watch everything. That's just Dude, how Cornhide, it is. We're recording right now at 6 p.m. Eastern. Kornheiser's in bed. <laughs> PTI just went off the air. Like he's yeah. already in his jam jams. But like these former players, they came on like they have opinions that matter. That's why all these companies are hiring former players. Like I don't know if Cam Newton's a good example of that or not. But so so but if this is if there are game if there are positions out there where no matter who gets in there they would thrive. Why is Cam Newton not there? Because he's why what? are these guys? How old is they don't need what, him right upper thirties. I mean, he's not an NFL quarterback. I don't think because he, I, he didn't say I'm tried, better than these guys. He tried but though. I, like I think he the, got cut for Jones. 
But I think the Cam Newton thing is he's it's more of like hey he's more of a distraction because well, we know the NFL thing it's that hey like if a guy, if a backup guy or like a fringe guy is a distraction in any way you're gonna we're gonna take the guy that's not a distraction and it's just a steady guy like a CJ Beathard where you don't have to think like yeah. or Teddy Bridgewater Chad like, Henney was you a great example think. yeah D- Derek Anderson like those kind of guys Chad Chase Daniel yeah great. I don't know yeah, my Panthers bias is Charlie, shining through I'm probably cutting too much slack. Yeah, Charlie Whitehurst, go. go <laughs> of course. I don't know. That's all I had to say. I mean, uh, right. I don't necessarily agree with his comments, but I think he's getting too much hate for making the comments. Like, come on. Also, I, also, also, I will say I haven't watched the full clip, so I don't know if, like, he took a shot or if someone asked him about it and he just said, oh, I think, you know, I think he and that is. Was, yeah, that was my point. Like, hey, is it getting taken out of context? Yeah. yeah. But anyhow. We need to start right. taking people out of context on here. How can we do that? Oh, we, we, I can slice and dice some of these clips to make it look like we're saying something we're not. I mean, <laughs> we've said some pretty interesting things on here. Pukinakua. All right. <laughs> Bo- real quick, before we go, I know we're on a time crunch right bowl here. Pick. Bowl pick. Bowl game pick. We're going to turn this into a parlay. I like it. we got to end the year strong. Yep, end the year strong. I'll give mine. Uh, Arizona minus three against Oklahoma. Oklahoma's got a lot of guys sitting out. Uh, we Nobody knows who's playing on Oklahoma. Arizona, it looks like all their guys are going to be playing. Their quarterback, the head coach will actually be there. I think the only, I think they lost their offensive coordinator maybe. Tracker is ridiculous, but anyhow, give me Arizona minus three. No Dylan Gabriel there in Oklahoma, and a lot of their defense is leaving too. So okay. Arizona minus three, Alma Bowl. I like it. Um, take me down to Dirty Myrtle. Take me down to Cherry Grove, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, baby. Georgia Southern minus three against Ohio. All I need to know, Ohio's starting quarterback, out. Starting wide receiver, out. Starting running back, out. Backup running back, out. Their leading passer and rusher is the backup quarterback. You don't know his stats? 65 yards passing, 107 yards rushing. That's their leader in both categories who will be starting this game. I don't care if Georgia Southern's 6-6. Six and six. Ohio doesn't have an offense. So give me the minus three and yep. drop from three and a half. Take me down to Dirty Myrtle, baby. Feel like I'm 18 again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you have to watch this game in a Hooters if you're going to bet on it. <laughs> well, well, it's 11 a.m., so if you're that horny at 11 a.m. to yeah, go to Hooters, no, you, I, that's, that's even That makes my point even better. Like, yeah, I think you have to watch this game in a Hooters <laughs> if you're going to bet on it. <laughs> that's good. Uh, get me down to Dirty Myrtle. Dylan. Potato Bowl. We're going to Oh, bowl. I love it. Utah State. There we go. Utah State all the way, averaging 70 more yards per game, 60 more pass yards per game. They have a slightly better defense. And you might be saying, well, Dylan, it's bowl games. You have opt-outs. You can't use stats because half these players aren't playing, right? Utah State has significantly less opt-outs than their opponent. Uh, a question mark at quarterback. I love Utah State here. And they're a team. I came into the season pretty low on them. They proved me wrong. Utah State. And I, this parlay is going to hit because I love both your guys' plays as well. Okay, but timeout, timeout, timeout. Okay, timeout. Two things. Who are they playing? Not a clue. That's why I didn't say a name, team name. I said their <laughs> opponent. And what's the actual spread? It's it's money it's line. Pick, pick them. Yeah. Okay, it's middle line. Okay, okay, okay. Who are they playing? Someone, someone give stats. I'm looking. Alexa, who's Utah State <laughs> football playing? <laughs> Georgia what's the point State. Having this thing. It's Georgia, Georgia State. State. Okay, love Utah State there. That's a home game for Utah State. That game's playing in Boise, Idaho. We're going to get, you know, Boise. Sorry, people Ooh. from Boise get mad if you say Boise. The bourgeoisie. You got to say, suh. It's like, and when you say Louisville, it's got to be Louisville. Who that cares? sounds like your mouthful of peanut butter. Louisville. Illinois. Louisville. I love Utah State here. I'll tell you why. One word 
altitude. Utah State's mm. used to altitude. This is, State, a, not. this is a sneaky sharp parlay. Let's be real. Yeah. I like this one a lot. I actually, <laughs> I've bet Arizona already. I took the under in the Myrtle Beach Bowl, but I was leaning. I like the under, too. I was too. leaning Georgia Southern. I like the under, too. Yeah. All right, that's our parlay. That's our college football bowl parlay. We're not going to do this whole competition, five-star this, five-star that. Follow on Twitter, at Connor underscore Spare, at Wilkerson A. Dillon, at Carter B.A., at Carter Kess on all social media. If you want to get those picks, college football parlay. Utah State money line in the famous Idaho Potatoes Bowl in Boise, Idaho. Georgia Southern minus three in the Dirty Myrtle whatever bowl. <laughs> Grit and grind, 11 a.m. Take me down to Cherry Grove. What is this? Yeah, oh, it's just the Myrtle Beach Bowl. So, it is yeah, the Myrtle the Hoot- Beach Bowl, yeah. The, yeah, the Hooters Myrtle Beach Bowl. I didn't know if they had a sponsor or not. And Death Waves. Me- <laughs> and then... <laughs> the Waves convenience stores? Broadway on the Beach. Broad- sponsored yeah. by Broadway on the Beach. And then, when is this air- Oklahoma game even? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, this is so stupid. How about the Pop-Tarts Bowl? Aren't, yeah, aren't NC State. The first edible oh, it's, trophy? Uh, it's the Alamo Bowl, Arizona-Oklahoma. Al- yeah, okay, 28th. The 28th. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we had, okay. Utah State money line, Georgia Southern minus three, Arizona minus three in the Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl, San Antonio. All right, that's it from us. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back Monday, college basketball NBA pod, like I've mentioned before, at Connor underscore spare, at Wilkerson A. Dillon, at Carter VA, at CarterCast on all social media, CarterCast.com. Be there. Blogs. Full episodes on there as well. Subscribe on the YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Spotify, Apple, wherever you're listening to the podcast. Thank you so much. Rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever it is on that app. Do it. Go ahead. Support the podcast. We'll see you all next time. Wednesday, NFL. But Monday, basketball. Prepare for basketball. We'll see you all next time. Bye.